Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 1 and 2 of The Path of Daggers. To keep a bargain and unweaving. Enjoy! Welcome back to season eight, episode two of the Wheel Reads. Um, I'm your host, Alan, the Blank Reads, because um, I was the Wheel Reads, and now I've started more podcasts, so I'm just uh, filling the blank. Reads. Yeah, <laughs> the Hustler Reads, the Hustler Reads. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I don't know if we're gonna do a podcast on on reading through the hustle magazines. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, this episode is brought to you by um, not a real ad, but if you want to sponsor us and send me free bottles, by all means, please do. Um, uh, it's it's brought to you by Each Taylor. Um, very very. Ooh. I got a single barrel. My next door neighbor came over for dinner tonight, and he's like, "I did pick up guac, so I gave you a bottle out of my collection." And um, nice. Yeah, it's, it's a single barrel H. Taylor, which on the black market goes for like $300 a barrel, a bottle. Yeah, he was very, very kind. And I've drank a lot tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, drank a, we drank a lot of dinner, but uh, I have a heavy pour and I'm enjoying nice. my, <laughs> my fancy whiskey that I got for free. <laughs> so that's that's Alan, also sponsored by Box Wine, the Yellow Box. Mm. <laughs> 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 you know that yellow box zero. be hitting. <laughs> What's that? What's, what is that? Is that a regular I, beer? I said it's just, zero. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. it was like a regular beer. Just uh, you have a you, you're giant. Your so like, so big. <laughs> yeah, you should just like <laughs> no, that's a tall boy, Alan. Hold that's a tall boy. Chris. That's Chris holding the tall boy. <laughs> oh, he, he, and Coke Zero. <laughs> Coke Zero. Uh, yeah, if, if, uh, yeah, pretentious whiskey. Yes, it's very pretentious whiskey. It's very good whiskey, though. It's very tasty um, and very high in alcohol content. Um, so 100 proof. So, yeah, good stuff. That good stuff. And it's bourbon, that whiskey, isn't it? Yeah, it's bourbon. It is bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a difference. Well, then again, all bourbon is whiskey, but all whiskey is bourbon. Yeah, so. it's Kentucky straight bourbon. There you yeah. go. It's a good so I'm, I'm I'm enjoying my my whiskey tonight. Um, I, probably too much. So announcements. No new patrons, but we have a whole lot of announcements coming on. So if you guys want to join Ooh. Patreon, uh, anybody listening, feel free to. Uh, it does support us in a lot of different ways. Um, it allows us to uh, do things like buy a hotel room for Chris at JordanCon, which was which was clutch. Uh, new yes, Mr. Um, I do have an extra camera back here that I just got in the mail. Uh, it's not for me. It's for for Chris. Chris, your camera sometimes is doing a little bit of glitching. I was going to send it to you. Or next time you're in town, I was going to give it to you. There you go. Um, oh, okay. But just to buy equipment and things like that, get upgrades. Um, also, giveaways. Uh, we do giveaways quite often. We're going to do another one this month. Um, it's going to be done soon and it's going to go to where am i doing it hold on i'm on the wrong i, I don't even know where i am right now um by the way i'll, I'll be in town next month so oh, okay cool i'll give it to you then um yeah i'm gonna do on discord so discord's gonna get a giveaway this month so that's coming up soon so keep checking the discourse if you haven't joined our discord 
please do. We do giveaways on there and we do other stuff. And the, the first time reader chats have been pretty active. So if you're a first time reader and you want to chat about double cure reading on the wheel of time, come check it out. Um, it's pretty awesome, but other things going on in, in this world. Um, so we have this going on tonight. Uh, Sunday, we launched the Cosmere reads, uh, a Cosmere podcast started with the Mistborn. Um, on the 12th, we have a lot of fortune. Yeah, you didn't Sunday. launch it last Sunday. No, no, it's, this, it's coming okay. up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. on, on, on the seventh. Um, so that's, if you're YouTube, we'll be able to watch. Yeah. Okay. Yep, cool. yep, you'll be able to watch. Um, so it's going to be on this channel on YouTube. Uh, it's going to be on a separate channel for the podcast. It's not going to be on the Will of Reads podcast. You have to search for the Cosmere Reads podcast. You won't be able to find it yet because we don't have an episode. So it's not anywhere. So you can't search for it yet. But I will let you know when you can. Uh, it's Also, we have a Discord section for it as well. So join the Discord. Uh, it'd be a lot of fun. Um, Water Fortune's coming up on the 12th. So that's 10 days away. Uh, we got three guests lined up for that. Um, I'm not ready to announce because one guest is 90% sure is coming. So until he's 100%, I'm not going to announce the the content contestants uh, because we might have a different person. And I don't want to say one person and it beats him to someone else. So, um, yeah. Um, so that's coming up. So lots of fun stuff. Um, and then eventually we'll do more. The World Reads does Cosmere uh, with part three of the Way Kings and at some point. And we'll do some live reactions for patrons, but we're going to do all the things. We do all the things here. So keep, keep checking us out. Stuff is going to be a real read and find out person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited to be a fan <laughs> of it. Yeah. Fan of it. yeah. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to be a good time. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, they're, they're I, really I might excited. even be a patron of that account. I just, I just yeah. made my first discord posts in months if not years oh, did, did you? i didn't even check it out what'd you, what'd you say yeah, um i just okay. thought i could have fun here yeah yeah i've been i've been yeah it's uh discord's been fun um so go check it out um but yeah so that's it for announcements and everything coming up new um as far as personal life um last weekend was kind of like a whirlwind um we did like like sun, like Saturday was like the day from hell because we woke up in the morning and we went to Bush Gardens first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and my daughter got to ride the roller coaster for the first time. It was Grover's roller coaster in the Sesame Street place. Oh, cool um, one, yeah. So a little, little fun roller coaster, but still, she's three years old. So it was fun um, getting to ride with her. Uh, and that was, we had to do it because if you're local uh, and Bush Gardens is like 20 minutes away from us, they have this new thing that as long as you visit, Bush Gardens before May 1st and you were enrolled in a preschool locally, you get a free season pass. So oh, yeah. all of my kids are in preschool. So I was like, uh, and this is, this was the last weekend. So I was like Saturday morning. I don't care if we go for like, we literally only went for one hour. We just like went in, rode like two rides and left, but it was just like, we're going like, why are we staying so short? And I was like, I was like, don't worry about it, kids. You don't understand, but this is a money saver. And uh yes, yeah. <laughs> we are working free, the system. You got free entertainment for all summer long. So you see this, you like it? We can come back whenever, <laughs> whenever you want. You want. <laughs> Every so, day. So yeah. So sorry if you live locally and you missed that. Next year they'll hopefully do it again. But uh yeah, this year they did that free preschool passes. Um so more importantly, I- Alan, when you were on this little kitty roller coaster with your girl did you play mm-hmm. it up like arms in the air like Whoa! like did you oh, go yeah. full set uh, she she was she was full set 
Um, yes. Yeah. And my son gets to ride it for the first time alone because he was tall enough to actually ride it without an adult oh. next to him. Oh, so now that was, was fun, I'm sure. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a fun Love time. It. We did that for like two hours and then we went to two different birthday parties. So, like, we left there. We came back home and then uh, my oldest and my wife went to uh, my niece's ballet. And then I took the other two to a birthday party. And then we left there immediately to another birthday party for dinner. So like literally we were gone from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. and doing stuff. And to say I was exhausted was a was a uh, understatement. understatement. That, that's a long day with was a, you, with the age of your kids. That's a long oh, yeah. day. Yeah. I'm surprised it, they lasted the whole day. Dude, yeah. the toddlers have energy that you wouldn't believe. Like as long as they're as, motivated, mm-hmm. as long as there's stuff doing. going on yeah. and it's like, and they have other kids around them, it's like they they, yeah. they won't stop. They crash hard. Like right. I mean, we put them down. When and the like, excitement's over, it goes. Yeah. Poof, real when we fast. put them to bed, like I got downstairs, I looked at the monitor, and all three of them were out cold. Like yeah, <laughs> so so fun weekend. That was the the gist of my weekend. Was just a lot of uh running around, and then Sunday I just relaxed. Um, so there it is. That's that's what's going on in my life. And then I'm and recorded I'm with blessed. us. Oh yeah, Sunday I recorded with you guys. We did Cosmere Sunday night. I, it's all a blur because once you have that kind of weekend, yeah. everything else is a blur. Um, yeah, yeah, we we we, we did record. Um, but yeah, I, then I've been busy trying to launch a new podcast. So I've been, I'm a glutton for punishment. I don't like sleep. That's, that's, that's the reason. That's the Sleep's reason. Overrated. Sleep's overrated. So yeah. <laughs> How about you guys? What's going on? <laughs> well, I actually do like to sleep, but my back doesn't like to let me sleep. So working on different medications on that, but that that's not that big a deal. You know, um, mm-hmm. I've got stuff going on and I'm going to hold off on, I'm going to hold off at least a week before putting it out there because i'm still processing potentially good things i mentioned before on the um we did the way the kings you know i got a job offer for a job that's only one day a week i gotta go in four days a week i can work from home that's gonna be huge so you know knock on wood until the final offer comes through and and i actually start it that's that's gonna be big uh for all things recovery being able to you know be there for the kids more and all that jazz but a couple other big things like potentially in the works I just, I believe enough in jinxing that, and these are important enough. I just don't want to mention anything until stuff happens. So potentially good news next week. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work out, I might not even mention it. So this could, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll just, yeah, I'll just leave you in suspense forever. Anyways. Yeah. Don't count your chickens to the hatch, right? Is that the- right. Something like that. Don't yeah. put the cart in front of the chicken coop. Something like that. Make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sure. Something like that. You know, I, I I love when you have like origins of words. I just learned this one the other day. The whole nine yards has nothing to do with football. No. Really? It has nothing I, to do with football I, at all. I don't think I ever thought about it. Oh, it yeah. has to do with jail, doesn't it? Nope. No. It has to do with jail. It has to do with World War II planes. Oh. So in a World War II plane, a must a P-51 Mustang, That's they, what had they, need. Nine, they had nine yards of ammo. The ammo yep. chain that they could fire was nine yards. And sometimes when they took out a bad guy, they'd give him the whole nine yards. Oh, yep. So when wow. you give it the whole nine yards, you gave it That's all. I, my life. <laughs> <laughs> I well, just Alec, the other day. Were you the one that posted about uh, why we have uppercase and lowercase? Why we call it that? I did not, but that was great. 
I love right. that. Okay. okay, yeah, that was good. The actual what, what back in the about? printing press days, the upper or the so the lowercase had all the, the case, the actual case, the physical for, case for the with printers the letters had all the lowercase. So the lowercase was oh. the lowercase. The uppercase was the yeah. capital letters. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna tell my wife. I'm gonna give you the whole nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she goes, she's gonna go, yeah, baby, and then just go. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Fun times. I do gangster style though. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. to the side. You gotta so it goes faster. Make sure you. <laughs> Chris, what's going on in your world besides giving your wife the whole nine yards? <laughs> Uh, sums up my week. <laughs> yeah, it would take me at least a week to, to give you nine yards. It'd probably take me two weeks to give nine yards, really. No, uh, just, just a little at a time. <laughs> the week went by fast. It was. I mean, I don't even feel like I did anything. Oh, we saw John. We we did a John Wick marathon, Ooh. which really drained Chanel a lot because I didn't realize exactly how much killing was in that movie until after I sat there with her, and I'm like, especially the most I'm recent so movie. Sorry. Oh non-stop. yeah, but it was like none, and I won't ruin it for anybody. But that ending, ah, uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Still, I'm just leaving it at that. I was entertained. It was good. There were some emotions involved. It was yeah. good. I was fully entertained, fully emotional. Not sure. I still have hope. That's what I'm gonna say, and probably yeah. for no no good reason. But I still have hope. Also, we're convinced Moraine's still alive, and everybody laughs at us. So correct. Maybe, so maybe we're that. just the type that has hope, no matter what. <laughs> exactly. We are hopeless romantics. <laughs> yeah. But our hope did bring back Tom. So I'm not abandoning the hope. I'm not abandoning hope at all, especially like. Reading what we read just in these last two chapters, like there's just more to it out there in the world. So, um, but now this this weekend it was just really relaxed, it was really cool. Oh, big news! Um, Chanel's youngest sister just got engaged yesterday. Oh, I saw that, yay! So, like, I know I'd said something about it the last time, so I had prediction like it's gonna happen soon. And her her boyfriend of at that point six years got down on Beef Anthony. Nice. Mm. So, and how well have you gotten to know him, or if, is it just oh, met him a Brandon's few times? Or, you know, nah, you know, nah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Brandon's a cool guy. Like, you know, Indeed. he is. Yeah, just straight up all about her, and has been since you know day one. Like, they started hanging out as friends, and you know how friendships lead to other things. So, you know okay. that he's been solid. He's you know moved here to Charlotte, and he's from Tennessee. So, like, he's really awesome person so i I couldn't be happier for them well cool speaking of watching things my wife and i watched the first episode of jury duty have you seen that no it's on freezy which is like the amazon free uh like streaming service Hmm. um it's an interesting concept i don't know if i'd like it or not yet it's like the office but with a twist so it's jury Um, duty and it's all paid actors like shot like shot like the office, but one person hmm. answered a Craigslist ad to be on it, and it's not an actor and doesn't know he's in a movie. He thinks oh. he's in a documentary. He thinks he's in a doc on a TV show. He thinks he's in a documentary. Now okay. that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the Truman Show ish, but like Slash meets the office, slash kind of like 
They, hmm. uh, it's 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 interesting. I guess I need to start checking Craigslist ads for random <laughs> stuff. I for real, I'm like, uh... but like it's in Hollywood, like it's a jury duty in L.A. So like, there's actually a famous actor um, on there, and like he recognizes him like immediately. And he's like, "Hey, weren't you an X Men?" He's like, "Yeah, I was." <laughs> And like he's like, you see that other juror's socks? It looks like Sonic. I was in Sonic movie too. It's like, yeah, I heard it wasn't good. It's almost like a little subtle. It's yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, um, yeah. So anyway, um, I saw that. Uh, my wife and I watched one episode. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna continue watching it. I enjoyed it. She did it. I'll probably still watch it. <laughs> 12, 12 angry Truman shows. Yeah, that's that's about right. Um so um anything else before we just get right into it no wait, my let's do it let's Mary. welcome to the club <laughs> i would Chris, i would love to have boring right now i've had too much all over the place crazy stuff happening the last really since i got notified that i was deploying it's been non-stop yeah. ridiculousness I, I need it to slow down. My excitement next to New York brings me a whiskey. It's really fancy whiskey. And that's the excitement of my life. That's so, good. That's a good day. Hey, it is exciting. That's though. A great I, day. Am... I mean, the, the continual practicing for making babies is awesome, but hmm. you know, the whole that's nine fun. yards. Practice makes perfect. Get it. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Let's do it. I thought the cat was on Chris's head for a second. Almost. Um, I did so, tell um, him. You're, look at how excited he got. <laughs> he was oh, he's talking about me. I'm now. on camera. Uh, Wait, he was excited. Ian's deploying. No, Ian is not deploying. Sorry, someone chat. No, it's no, when he was past, deployed. Past tense. Ian, past tense. No saying life deployed. has been crazy since the beginning of the last one. Yeah, yeah. Ian's not deploying. Yeah, y'all don't remember that. I like announced. I was like, guys, I bought a house guys we finally went to court and i'm getting more time with my kids and then literally so that was within a week of each other and then like two days later i get the phone call of congratulations uh you've been put on active duty you were deploying the blah, geese blah, blah. are flying south yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck and i was like wait is this a joke they're like nope pack your shit we'll see you in a couple days click uh, uh, and it's been all right great since yep. then yeah, yeah. What do we yeah. think about the wind rising? Chapter one to keep a bargain. Ooh. You ready to read it? You ready to read it? Sure. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. Chris, you got it? I do. It's always better when you read it, anyways. The wheel of time turns and ages comes and pass, leaving memories that become legend. Legend fades to myth, and even myth is long forgotten. And when age that gave its birth came again, in one age called the third age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose above the great mountain islands of Chilmunking. 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 Malking. That word. The wind was not the beginning, and there was neither beginning nor ending to the turning of the wheel of time, but it was a italicized beginning. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting wind. So somebody broke the wind, y'all. Yeah. That's the wind the always hand. rises and it goes somewhere. So this time it goes past a big hand holding a crystal ball. Ah, oh, dude. I was like, what? The minute I heard that, I was like, this it's about to go down already. Yeah. Like we now know where this um the tur what we call it a tarangrial. We, big we're, so we're angry the, all. 
yeah, is so it so what? Look, is, is it so yeah. It's so powerful, so powerful. Mm-hmm. And this is the big the like, sun. like from Eye of the World that they were digging out of the ground. And there's another the one, Great right? Hunt. Yeah, that was near Kyrie. Yeah, great Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we know there's two. Mm-hmm. So like, how do they connect? And what is their purpose? Yeah. Going to have Rand on one side, Nynaeve on the other. But are, so the one that was in Kyrian, what was that one? That's just one of the pair. But is it a male and a female, or was the, are they two different male? It was a male in Kyrian. Yeah. So and then we have a oh we don't know what this one is. No, I mean, it's got to be no. We, I think we, spe- we, we speculated. I think that you know that there's man, man and a woman's got to you know handle both sides of it. Now, but I'm thinking know, like, I I think that's how you do the actual reset. If you have a if you have a man on one side and a, a female channel on the other side, they do the biggest, most massive bale fire and it hits the entire universe. And oh, that would be crazy. Eh? Then it starts over. That's how you that's how you start the beginning of the wheel again. Yeah, the one in Tr- Tremosian, not Chalmelkin, Tremosian, Trem- Kyr- Tr- which Tr- is in Kyrian, or near Kyrian, is male. So this is our female one. Wait, Hal's got the birds and the bees. Can you put that up? Mm-hmm. Alan, you see it? The, the birds moves. Okay. So yeah. so when a big male statue loves a big female statue. <laughs> yeah. They have but a, like, they have I a wonder, somersault like, contest behind closed doors. I wonder if there is a significance to the placement of them. Like I, I haven't looked at a map, but like where these places in relation to each other on a map, or like mm-hmm. maybe I'm thinking too far into it in that, but maybe so Tremokin's off the coast. Um it is in the map. Um, but it's off the coast, way down. It's an island off the south in the south. It's an island, so it's gonna be humid and moist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but we continue over the wind continues over the sea of storms and goes through uh, the fleet with Sanchen ba- banners flying, and it blows right into Ebudar. Um, and we go right into Avienda's point of view. She's worried about a damn tree killer kid. Why do <laughs> we I talk- care about this? Why do I care about this tree killer kid? Yo, I'm going to tell you, Ian, I think you were onto something early on. And I'm just going to go ahead and, and say it. Her maternal instincts, her womanly instincts keep kicking in here. Hey, I didn't consider that perspective. I'm and so locked she's into having him. Some like gut issues and she oh. can't manage to channel properly. And hmm. Just and her emotions are kind of getting away from emotions her here and there, which is, the place. which you is, I say it's okay, but uncommon for Aiel, I, I feel, to let the emotions there fly like that. Someone did, uh, yeah, so in Fires of Heaven, I think it was, Beldoman did yeah, comment I do about that. a female statue yeah. of a Tremolkin. Yeah, okay. I do remember. So, but thanks. going back to this, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to validate what you said. So I, like when I first mentioned it, it was so many months, if not a year ago, it seems like it can't still be possible. But then we were reminded that the last book happened in a very short amount of time. Ten days. Ten, right, ten days. Ten so days. is she, it still possible that cycle, she is yeah. with child? Yeah, right. It was Eye of the World, but Bill Depp said that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, we don't deal with facts here. That was three years ago, Zul. All right. <laughs> right. Now, that being said, we appreciate when you all add facts and Alan does that thing where it comes up on the screen because it makes our show look more professional that facts are being discussed. Yeah. We're just generally not responsible for the facts. Right. So thank you. 
I have not reread the books since we started the podcast. I read it through right when we started, and then I have I've been reading along the same pace as you guys. So mm. a lot of stuff's been three years old at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. Skin pricked between Avi and his shoulder blades as she strode ahead of the companion. Mm. Like when an Aiel has that moment where something just doesn't feel right, you should not ignore that. And on top no. of that, she's not even just an Aiel. She is a she's with the power, like, and maybe even right. with a child, but with the power for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why she didn't speak up right then and there. Like, all right, something's wrong here. Let's let's get a move on. You know, normally during those things. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, oh, maybe it's my imagination. There's no enemies here. Like I don't like the fact that she's beginning to second guess herself. Like she's creating imaginary toe for herself. I'm like, Evian, I need you to continue to be the strong warrior we met three books ago, however long it was. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my fault. <laughs> As we just finished talking about how unprofessional we are. That's that's perfect. It's perfect. I was scrolling through like the things and it clicked because I you know like the touchpad, sometimes you touch it too quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah likely. This episode is brought to you by H. Taylor Whiskey. I've been drinking it tonight. And- <laughs> <laughs> this is like an original episode. <laughs> now, um, I'm, I, this might be a stretch, but I remember when Avienda was first getting trained by the Wise Ones, and of course Moraine was there in Egwene, so she got a little eye sky help when she was learning how to channel. But it seemed like early on there were some frustrations. Like She was learning stuff, but wasn't quite good at it uh yeah. but now but flash forward to where we are now and she's ability wise you know among the strongest i don't know if that's just focused on potential versus what she could actually do though but then so let's say that is true has her ability like grown exponentially because in her belly is the child of the dragon reborn and maybe her child Ooh. has channeling abilities and you know, obviously you get that, you know, mother, son or mother, daughter, whichever it is, bond. And there's it's like making her power that much stronger. They're going to make it a group. They only have 12. No, we have 13. Yep. <laughs> she's probably not really pregnant. though. No, that's probably the funny thing. We keep yeah. assuming this and she's not. So let's continue. Wait, I have one last random thought because there's nowhere else for this to go. Sure. I've, been, I've been thinking about uh, the bond between an Aes Sedai and a warder. But then mm-hmm. I've also been thinking about. You know, they talk about Age of Legends and how certain things could be done between men and women who channeled together. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what if the bond originally was supposed to be between male channeler and female channeler? Because think about, like, the benefits you get with a bond. And we haven't been able to experience that with Rand and his green Aes Sedai, Alana. Alana, because yeah. he's keeping her very distant. But, like, what if they actually came together and were working together and this being able to sense each other and vibe off each other? Like maybe that's part of they that could probably do some pretty power now to do some amazing shit. I completely shit agree with that, and that kind of hit my mind at the end of the second chapter when our mysterious friend who was watching was like, "Even this connection between Isodai and Water has me baffled. Like they, these people have figured out things that weren't even used in the greatest time of history." Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what triggered it in my mind, but I don't know. I just I started dwelling on that. Mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah yeah 
So as the as Avienda's walking through, worry about Oliver. She finds him. He's playing the streets. Um, so Oliver's just been there the entire time while Matt went looking for him. He's with the kin, just hanging out, chilling. <laughs> just chilling. Um, I think I he's argu- that part. I think I was so enthralled about the fact that we have a fully Avienda like yeah, yeah, no, he's there. I, I knew that. she was worried about him, but you are certain she found him. Yeah, he, okay. he's playing in the streets. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I didn't quite recall that part, but that's okay. Yeah, I, I remember her song. making fun of Brigitte for having a fondness for um, small boys, especially yeah. the ugly ones. Yeah, and he, well, we know why Brigitte ha- is fond of him because that's yeah. Brigitte's soulmate. Brigitte. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, and um. Yeah, she sees Nynaeve arguing with Lan um, as Lan's promising to protect her. Uh, runs into Teslin. Um, yeah, they didn't find Oliver. Alan's yeah. been tipping in the, the, the liquor a little bit heavy. Let's yeah, looks right. It's not good. No. Okay. No, you're right. It's okay. You're right. They didn't find Oliver. I'm always trying. Never mind. Oh, just mentions Oliver a lot. Um, I do love and- the fact that we we get the second the the moment where we see these moments between Lan and Nynaeve and Avienda's like I hope I never become like her I hope I never lose my wit because of a man I hope I never I hope I never and I'm like you did like completely run away from a man open up a gate that you didn't know how to do ran into an area where there's snow and you're not you know fit for that and then you um laid on your back for him so mm. You know, I hate to say it, but I think you're kind of on par with Nynaeve here. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Um, yeah, so they're they're gathering, they're looking to head out. Teslin runs into them. Teslin has promised not to interfere with Elaine's plans. Um, yeah, uh, but Nynaeve starts to, this is also when Nynaeve starts to tell Teslin about the Gollum and Magidian and the Black Aja and all the stuff coming. And, the storm. and Tes- Teslin's a red, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's always already that little bit of tension there, which which I, I only bring that sitter. up. Yeah, right. up the right. Yeah, I bring that up to give a little credit to Nynaeve, like just recognizing, okay, stuff that's happening is so serious. We need to not pick and choose who we share this with. This is important information to share with everybody. But then the frustrating side is, she's like, uh, the Red's response is essentially like, uh, yeah, whatever. You just making shit up. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Every, We've, I think we've only had like uh, one instance in this book so far where there's been like some good communication and it took Matt and Brigitte getting wasted for it to happen. And yeah. every other time, like even if one side tries, the other side's like, ha oh, yeah, whatever. You know, it just doesn't happen. But I do appreciate that Nynaeve, who traditionally, and I don't mm-hmm. know, sometimes she has attitude problems. She recognizes the gravity of the situation, despite this person being a red and not exactly their friend, you know, given the warning. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, she, well, and she, she just, I think, not even pretty quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was like, I think they kind of put their own foot in their mouth because she came to them almost extending an olive branch in her own mm-hmm. eyes to die, red, committed to Lida ish way. She's like, I did already tell Marililla or whatever her name is, mm-hmm. but I may as well put your minds at rest also. Whatever mischief you are about. Jolene and I will not interfere. I did see to that. Elida may never learn of it if you do have some care. 
stop gapping at me like carp children anyway so i true blind nor deaf i do know that the sea folk wind finders in the palace and the secret meetings with queen thailand and other things so i really i was beside myself maybe, maybe i'm time. wrong maybe there was some give and take there and maybe that was because that came first maybe that's what loosened naive enough to be willing to share mm-hmm. like okay you threw me a bone let me throw you a bone uh but clearly they're not at the i guess they're still not at the point where they're likely to be buddy buddy working together right no no not at all right. i mean i think she makes a comment like a snide comment about how she shouldn't even be a nice and i Right. Oh yeah. Um, she said, I can't yeah. wait to have you guys back in the whites where you belong. Like, yeah. I'm gonna teach you a lesson. And she said, you know, we're we're gonna overlook this for right now, but that's primarily because, you know, they're they're essentially doing them a favor. If they do get the bowl of winds working and they do return weather, then it's gonna make the white tower look good, even though the people don't know which white tower it was. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at this point, they run in also to I think it's like twenty Sea Folk Windfinders, um, mm-hmm. led by um, some Sea Folk name person, um, a long name, <laughs> Rock Renale Den Calon Blue Star. Yeah, um, the Blue Star Diner. The Blue Star Diner. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, and. and yeah, the kin's there as well. The rest of the knitting circle from the kin, and they're all getting ready. And some other Aes Sedai, and then they all start arguing. Yeah, yeah. So that's the bulk of this chapter is, is them really just getting at it. Yeah, not the kind of getting at it that I care to read about. Yeah. So. Anyways, so so let's talk about it. Well, uh, fill me in though. Like all this is fresh, but what was what was the gist of the army? My brain's not or the argue the argument. Were they were they bickering um, about the kin are unhappy that they're in charge of 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 guarding the Aes Sedai sisters? That's one of the things that that's going on, right. and they're bickering about the Bowl of Winds itself. When they uh, threaten to just take the Bowl of Winds and leave, they're like leave, yeah, they're like this is ridiculous. What are we doing? Blah blah. blah. We're just gonna take the Bowl of Winds. It's ours by right anyway, since the breaking, you know, blah blah. blah. And Nynaeve, right. like as they're bickering at the peak of it, this is where Nynaeve, Nynaeve finally loses her shit right. and kind of lays into each group. And I, that my favorite part was when she turns to the Aes Sedai that were there and was about to lay into them and then realized, oh, they're actually just trying to calm things down. I don't care. I'm still going to scold you a little bit and then keep scolding people over here. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah, they're arguing. The kin and the sea folk are arguing uh, really about who should manage the bullet winds and about moving in general. There's just so much moving parts and so many different personalities and groups here that are all like siloed and they all just have their own. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're frustrated. And it, yeah, like you said, the sea folk are the ones that are like, well, just take the ball and say, screw you guys. And Nighty is just like, no, you have a bargain until the bargain's fulfilled. It's not yours. So F you. Yeah. <laughs> get together. Uh, get the together. At like the children, get your shit together and let's get it done. Yeah. And she even turns to Aes Sedai, who haven't done anything. Like, yeah. literally had done yeah. Like, and you t- you guys Still, are cool. <laughs> you're cool. I'm out of here. F you, yeah. F you, F you. You're cool. I'm out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much uh, what happened there. And before they start arguing again, Avienda starts to open a gateway to the destination. <laughs> um, 
and uh very yeah, carefully this... and taking her mm-hmm. time and a majority of the people are watching trying to learn right there, there was a little bit of you know jordan talks about how the different groups are the sea folk like by right because of the bargain they're able to watch and sure. try and learn and there's at least one person from the kin kinfolk mm-hmm. do we say kinfolk or is it kin kin kinfolk kinfolkers yeah whatever either word they say kinfolk just say kin they they yeah, down of, down in florida you got to be careful about saying kinfolk because they the call them the knitting that. circle yeah okay. there you go. the whole time the book they've been the knitting circle yeah so but the, the i just thought it was, I was th- thought it was worth a note a like slight you know, these different you're factions. Weaver, you're a knitter. No. <laughs> you don't play chess. You play checkers. Exactly. You're yeah. part of the yeah. knitting mm-hmm. circle. Yep. But, you know, just worth noting, there's these different factions that they've learned to channel on their own. Um, and they're all kind of semi-working together, watching each other. If all if all goes well, you know, there's an opportunity to share information and abilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever goes well in these books, so I'm not too hopeful. But you know, yeah, for a moment, yeah. And then they start moving over through the sea folk go through first, which the Aes Sedai and and Ken aren't happy about the sea folk getting to go first. <laughs> but that's just they're they're just everybody's kind of being really really catty and and they're trying and, to figure and, out the pecking order. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying. Who. Although, <laughs> is anybody else getting annoyed by the Ken folk constantly standing up for the Aes Sedai? Like when the sea folk say something snotty to the Aes Sedai, like it's not the Aes Sedai that respond. One of the kinfolk is like, you don't talk to an Aes Sedai like that. And I'm like, I'm like, barf, get out of there. Bus. Like, come on. Do you not realize yep. what's happening in the world? Like as of right now, once the golem, well, that's showed how, up, I mean, like you're all on the same playing field. Right so now, the funny, the, the, fu- team. the funny thing is that the Aes the were just like that the same way until they actually met the, the Aes Sedai. And they're like, yeah, not like that anymore. Yeah, yeah now it's yeah, like the yeah. opposite. They're like, they are the worst of the Yeah, I'm sure the knitting circle is going to feel the same way soon enough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the group slowly starts to move through this gateway that was created. Their servants go through, the sea folk, some of the kin, some of the Aes Sedai. And then as it's going, everybody's going through, Alvina looks back and sees a mysterious figure watching. And she gets that feeling of prickling again. She's like, that's not a servant. It's yeah. definitely the golem. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, totally send Elaine this message. I forgot what the message was, and mm-hmm. Elaine never really got the message anyway. So, well, she thought that. it could be the golem, mm-hmm. but she knew she's she being watched. Somebody. I don't know. Yeah, right. She says she was that it sure was the golem. Away. No, it wasn't. Right, it, I didn't. Yeah, not at all. Because no, it? well, it, the, it the guy coming up friend. at the very end of the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was talking about watching and being frustrated, blah, blah, blah. So but we'll, we'll get the, to that. The guy that eats the body? No, the mm-hmm. golem eats the body. Right. But the golem shows up after that. Right. There was a guy talking about it begins with an M. Morden. Get, Morden. Yeah, yeah. Morden. It was Morden. Morden. Whoever uh-huh. he is. He's the watcher. Well, he's not less than. He's Morden. Mm-hmm. Yes. Morden, the watcher. So whatever you think his powers are, it's Morden that. Morden, human, then... You been? No. <laughs> I mean, if you think he's significant, just know it's it's more than that. That's Rob Zombie, right? Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's how we end this chapter. Just a little prickling feeling. Everybody get yeah. through it fast, right? And, the important part: she doesn't know who it is, but the dude is clearly sus. 
Like, yeah, just I mean, watching from a distance. Very much afraid. Like. It's the first chapter of a book, so there's a whole lot of description that happens in this chapter. A lot about boobs, a lot about cleavage showing, a lot about um, sure. yeah. I mean, we, we we brushed over all that, but there was like literally five pages just of Robert Jordan writing about boobs. Wearing her clothes too short because now she's a married woman, and yeah, I did realize that it might be a sign that when the opportunity arises, Jordan focuses on that too much. Because early on, Chris and I in the early episodes, when you talk about it, we'd point it out, we'd laugh about it. Mm -hmm. But now, I like I was pretty right past it. Like, now I just go, Oh, it's another boob comment, (laughs) he's focused on the boobs again. So, like, it didn't even really register because it's not part of the storyline it's literally like are, are two we married to yeah. jordan like of talking about we're um like we're literally married to jordan at this point it's like common yeah. law marriage and now we just ignore That's half funny. of what he says right <laughs> the stuff that was unimportant we just totally whatever yeah. whatever yeah i talked Turn to out. my wife for like two hours today and i think she heard 20 minutes yeah that's about right that's okay 20 yeah, minutes that's a lot yeah. So that's what a lot of this chapter's about and then the arguing and then the gateway and then it's over i mean it's not much happens but it's a setup to the whole entire book so yeah chapter two is where or more stuff actually goes on yeah does it though well before we dive into it this might be worth saying uh alan and i talked briefly over the phone about these first couple of chapters and what i've enjoyed about this who knows where this book goes I enjoyed that we literally just kept on moving where we left off from the last book. We've had times yeah. where like, you know, some time goes by or like it, it, you, you have to read a couple chapters I'm, to figure out what's going on. But yeah. I was right at home right off the bat. I was like, okay. I'm like, pretty sure this actually takes place before the last book ends. Well, entirely possible. Because yeah. the, the, they're in Ebudar and I don't think Sean Chen's invaded yet. Yeah, the Sean Chen has not invaded yet because they still yeah, look for all like of her. Kind of step back. Yeah. There's no worry but, about Matt at all. Yeah, yeah, they but even when left Matt, Matt got buried, bro. they didn't know about that. They left exactly. They left. It could have been happening at like the same the same time. Anyways, point it being, been. I agree. We we yeah. started off and I was not lost in the sauce. I'm used mm-hmm. to the first couple I chapters being like, "What the is going on?" They left Matt. I can't believe that. It, you just, can't. Was that part of the? You can't believe that they they didn't want Matt there. Matt had an obligation. But I'm saying, like, did was this a plan? Maybe I missed something, forgot something from the last book. Okay, we can play that game because we had a, <laughs> we're still missing Baron. I don't care what anybody says. We can play that game. Matt can disappear for a while. He, he can stay buried under that rubble of rocks. With that dice rolling in their head. Yeah, exactly. You know he's uh, with his new wife anyway. She's gonna patch him up. What are you talking about? He's not married. He will be. He will mm. be. Okay. Yeah. Turns out book, he's gonna be engaged. He's dead. Turns he out we thought there was a wall. <laughs> we thought there was some magic involved with this rolling of the dice. Turns out it was like you know TBI, like a traumatic brain injury that we've been ignoring this whole time. Mm-hmm. And Matt has just finally succumbed to it. Yep. He had an aneurysm. Yeah. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Moraine's coming back. Matt's dead. I'll Moraine sign up Moraine's coming back. Matt's married. Moraine, I, I officially quit the show. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were two. <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't talk about her in like books. Actually, we talk about her all the time. But uh, she's, she she died in what in a fire's heaven. Lord of chaos. She's not dead yet. 
uh, kind of swords. Is, yeah. no, is she coming back this book? Is that what you guys yeah. predicted? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Or we at least get hopeful of her coming back. We learn about a way that she can come back. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry in advance. Um, so, oh, <laughs> chapter really? two, uh, unweaving. <laughs> if she didn't come back this book. It's going to be next chapter. <laughs> it's going to be Land next Fear. chapter. <laughs> she didn't come back this book. I give up on Landfear. Uh, I'll never oh, no. give up on Landfear. We never talk about her. If, if Moraine comes back, Landfear. Give you up. Never going to let you turn. Okay, unweaving. Um, Elaine yeah. stepped onto one side as soon as she was through the gate, but my knee trampled across the clearing. Oh, I, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna skip right to it. So, we have people that are just as strong as our three women from the two river. That's yeah, surprising a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's some I saw that were in the group that were just no, about just they're, strong they're, strong. they're wind, wind, wind blowers or. Oh yeah, the windfinders. Yeah, right. Windfinders mm-hmm. that are just as strong. And I, in my mind, and I think I created this narrative early on, like these were going to be the three strongest women yet. Period. Now I still think Nynaeve is the strongest that we're aware of, except for maybe Forsaken. Hmm. Uh, okay. Only because we haven't had them side by side to see what they can do. I still think Nynaeve is better than. Or more powerful than the rest. Because in some of the comments, like, and this has happened before when they're assessing people's ability, because, you know, Elaine steps aside, and as people are coming through, she's taking that opportunity to kind of get a feel for all the different women's abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why through and even Avienda, I think, has a moment in these chapters where she's kind of thinking about all the different abilities. Uh, and the comparison is usually to Egwene, Elaine, and Avienda kind of being on the same level. But I still feel like Nynaeve is apart a little bit more. Because even even Elaine talks about, like, with the Angriol, like, she can, you know, channel more than Nynaeve. But without it, no. And how much more so could Nynaeve channel if she had the Angriol? So I I just keep feeling like Nynaeve is put on this pedestal just a little bit above the rest. Sure. Yeah. For what that's Um, Yeah. I think they mentioned what's the the person they mentioned? It's Talon, I think it is. Talon didn't get that. There, there's yeah, one of the sea folk people are. Yeah, one of the sea folk they focus on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it and it, and it, as as they're child. assessing this, they're also trying to figure out like how the power structure works mm-hmm. within those communities. I don't know. I think that was more Avienda when she was thinking about it. How it's ridiculous yeah. that the power alone, your strength, should determine your position or rank. Like, mm-hmm. shouldn't it be experience, not necessarily your ability to channel that puts yeah. you in charge sort of thing? Which sets, you know, I guess that makes sense. I think in, in like regular, when it's not an emergency situation, you know, that experience is important because there's a lot of things that can be taught and shared with other people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in like those emergency situations, when all hell's breaking loose, sometimes you got to play that wild card and just throw your strongest person out there. Yeah. And let them run things, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they come through, the horses come through as well, and they also have brought through what they what the other things they found besides the bowl of winds inside the storeroom. And Elaine gets right to sorting sorting through. She wants yeah, to go yeah, and figure out if anything's worthwhile. Job to do. Yeah. Yeah. And she's looking for Angriel. I mean, that's really what she's wants. I mean, there, there obviously there's lots of Terra Angriel, so she's looking for something that'll increase her power. 
just in case they run into Forsaken again, want every edge they can. But she's, you know, going through everything. And and there's a couple of things they identify. Um, what's oh, in the box? Yeah, what's, what's, what's in the, the box? box? What's in the box? So um, there's a blue stone that looks like a root. And it's like carving. Um, yeah, that was interesting because it was mentioned. And yeah. it kind of seemed like it was probably what she was looking for but it definitely is not we know that yeah um there's a small ivory box that's not really ivory but kind of seems like ivory with red and green stripes a black rod but it's a tiny black rod it's a long tiny. way so we went past this box okay but i agree what is the importance of the box like he gave such detail to it that mm-hmm. there's yep. something about this box i'm hoping that the box is empty but the purpose of the box is for the to, knife. No, contain a golem to trap and contain a golem. Oh. Or worse, maybe there's a golem in there. <laughs> That'd be. She doesn't open it though. She's right. fear, fearful of opening it. Right. You know. Um, yeah, a flexible black rod that's stiff yet flexible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, it depends, it depends on the mood it's in. <laughs> yeah, and Nanive says she feels pain. She felt pain from you it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> insert as many inappropriate you. jokes here as possible <laughs> right. uh, we don't need to uh, you guys have listened to us enough <laughs> yeah yeah uh, a tiny crystal vial filled with a dark red liquid now that's a poison of some sort yeah this is a fun one and this is something that um i'm not gonna tell you what it does but i will tell you a little bit of trivia behind it there is the short stout man carving of a short stout man holding a book. Um, I thought Santa Claus right away with a beard and everything. Mm-hmm. Now trivia and in an interview, Jordan actually answered about this. It's intended to be a cameo of himself within the books. That's that's funny. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's uh, it's Jordan. So the little, say maybe foot, it's a little maybe it's a little loyal. It's a two foot bronze statue of a jolly bearded man holding a book is. Is Jordan cool? Yeah, well, so, hello, Robert. I'm not gonna tell you what it does. Welcome to the bus. <laughs> it probably like identifies all the boobs. Like, if you're holding it, you automatically know where all the biggest boobs are in mm-hmm. town. Yeah, I mean, it was Jordan, let's be honest, and, and, yeah. and spankings, and you're able to send and, spankings from miles away. And well, told you to use the black rod. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing that'll make the flexible black rod stiff. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, importantly, she does find one angriel. It's a, a amber turtle brooch, um, oh, yeah. and and it she immediately gets like feels the power rush into her uh, when she taps into it. Yeah, ah. um, and she's like, okay, that's an angriel. It's not quite a so angriel. It's not that powerful, but it's definitely an angriel and definitely worthwhile. So, um, well, we know but, from Rand's experience, the little ones can do big things. Mm. So, yeah. That's that's what she said. It's not the size yeah. of the angel. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Uh, uh, and then Van no, Deen. I've had then, very oh, few complaints, I should say. Not no. Then complaints. Debbie Downer. I mean Van Deen uh, comes down and wa- starts warning warning Elaine. Stop messing around with the objects. <laughs> I know someone that basically killed themselves, <laughs> killed their water, and they they lost a week of their life. Mm-hmm. Yep. So apparently 25 years ago, someone did used to actually work with Tongreal and uh, 
burn themselves out doing she just what she's doing. To really make a business of studying Tarangril. She did it for over 40 years, almost from the time she reached the Shaw. She was careful, too, so I was told. Then one day, Martine's maiden found her unconscious on the floor of her sitting room, burnt out. Her warder was dead from the shock. Not unusual in that case, in cases like that. When she came to three days later, she couldn't recall what had happened. So this woman had like created sounds a, like a heroin to me, honestly. I, Maybe it wasn't she had the Angrios. journal of everything that she had, telling her exactly what everything did, and yet she couldn't figure out exactly what did it. Mm-hmm. Maybe a black sister snuck in and took something from her that was important and knocked her out. Sure, mm. sure, sure. She soon disappeared after that, too. Just like mm-hmm. our other friend. Remember, early mm-hmm. on, there was the young girl who had her eyes glazed over that disappeared during the chaos yep. when the White Tower was splitting. So, Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Elaine at least makes a good case. Like, I I get there's wisdom from some of the stories from these eyes that I have things that have happened in the past, but we're also learning as readers... You can't trust everything they know about their own history because they're horrible about communicating really well with each other. But anyways, Elaine's like, uh, of all the people to like be an authority on this topic, like I'm literally the only one. Like mm-hmm. nobody, like I can make the Tarang girls. I've, I've tried showing and nobody else can figure it out. Like I think it, it has to be done. If anybody's going to do it, it's got to be me. You know, it's going to be May. That's gotta be May. It is May. Hey, May the second. <laughs> there you go. But then, as all this is happening, suddenly Mariella sh- shrieks. <laughs> you fool, girl! Do you realize Elaine's you like Elaine's like? What the hell's going on? She immediately braces Sidar because she thinks something's going. Crazy. Oh, they all immediately embrace. Yeah. Like it was like go go Power Rangers. And, like. and then she looks over and sees what Alvin is doing. And she's like, oh, "Holy crap! Don't do that!" Uh, but Alvin is just like, "Alvin is like," and she's yeah. literally picking apart the weave. And um, everything the Aes Sedai's ever been taught is, and even the Sea Folk are like, "What the." F- yeah, every, everybody's kind of freaking out. Yeah, one flip, uh, one, and there's no saying what the weave will snap into or what it will do. You could have completely destroyed everything within a hundred paces, five hundred paces, everything. You could have burned yourself out, and it was necessary. I love Ivy in this response. She's she just is, so calm and like whatever. Yes, like, she's what the women as wise ones. We learn how to do this, kids. All right. Nope. Yeah. No, her first comment was the best. It was, is this another thing that y'all don't know how to do? Not, not, oh, wait, y'all don't know how to do that. Oh, so you're telling me this is just another thing. Something else, again, that y'all don't know how to do. She said, I know the dangers, but it was necessary. Then, is this another thing you, I said, I cannot do? The wise ones. That's hilarious. They, they were aghast. Like, did she really ask us that? The wise like, ones say any anyone shot, that any, can learn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyone that can that can pick out embroidery can learn how to do this. Like a kid can learn how to do this. Like really, like well, not a big think deal. About the logic of it, how irresponsible is it to like weave the things and put them together and not be able to take them apart? Like you're already admitting that like you're so limited in what you can do. I would I would think yeah. if you 
even if there's some risk involved, like start with small, simple things in practice, putting together and taking apart, like that would truly make you a master of it, but they don't even bother with that half. Um, But anyways, that, that wasn't really discussed here. I think Avienda makes the best point Mm -hmm. Uh, had to be done. Yeah. You know, thanks, thanks to Elaine, everybody's freaking out and Elaine, while she's kind of freaking out too, at least has some trust in Avienda and mm-hmm. kind of breaks through and was like, I think what we need to do is let Avienda explain what she means by it had to be done. Right. Like, and she and explains before, it. She's like, right. yeah, if you let it dissipate, like the residue from it can be since for weeks and forsaking can just follow us wherever we went. Like, but if I do it this way, they can't track us. So. Yeah. And doesn't she mention that, that as she was closing, did she mention that? There was some oddball at the other side. Well, she, she does it a second uh, later in the conversation. She does. But okay. like the, the first thing that I said, I said, is like, well, that's a very rare talent. Many people can't do that. And she's like, well, I can. Yeah, and you're uh, assuming forsaken can't like that's bold of you. Like, right. Aha. Uh-huh. And that made, that made a couple of them think <laughs> Jordan does a great job of, he describes the reactions of a couple of the I said, I, you know, wind talkers, whatever they are. And when Avienda makes this point, they all have a way of still trying to have a condescending look upon them. But there's also this look of, ah, shit, I didn't think about that. Or, it's a good point, but this is, we're still supposed to tell her not to do it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know? I can't wait to put you in novice whites. You should yeah. be in the book already. You should be in the book. In yeah. the book. And then yeah. it's like, this is rare, very rare, a very rare talent. So now they're thinking about all the things they could use her for. Mm-hmm. It didn't take very long. Yeah. But she's just like, yeah, whatever. We're doing the thing the right way. And plus, I saw someone watching us and they're like, who? And I was like, I think it was the Gollum. They're like, probably just a servant. Just you're being paranoid now. He's like, still, nonetheless, I'm being safe. I'm I'm trying to help <laughs> you guys out. Like, <laughs> right. It would make sense that an ideal wise one or a potential wise one would be the one with this power. Because or with this talent, because they're all about tracking, avoiding being tracked. You know, they're kind of a warrior society. Sure. Like, it just makes perfect sense. And everybody dismisses this, except for I think it's a Elaine. yeah, Elaine's the only one that doesn't dismiss it because Avienda confides in her privately and tells Elaine like the man scared, like frightened her, and she's like, yeah. if he frightened Aiel, then we, we should issue. pay attention to this. We should pay attention to this. This is a threat, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the um, as a as a other thing, uh, Alan and I talked about briefly when it's not we don't talk about these chapters a whole lot before the show, but we just happened to before this one, just so you know. Mm-hmm. But this was a neat thing the the unraveling the, the take it apart the weave like you know how you could picture it and it, in my mind, you know I go to any any of you military folks out there that have ever taken apart the uh, the M two uh, fifty cal machine gun. Uh, there's a way to do it that is safe and there's a way to do it that will send the spring flying through somebody because it's under so much pressure so mm-hmm. and alan what did you what did you say it's it's like it's like taking a part of engine while it's running taking a part of engine while it's running right uh but even that it sounds absurd right like oh my gosh you know you you pop the hood and somebody says take it apart and it's running like you might freak out well you only freak out if like you don't know what you're doing and the first thing you do is like just try to take the valve cover off and stick your finger in somewhere. Like that's a yeah. horrible idea. But you know, if you're able to disconnect power and blah, 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 and then slowly break it down, it can be done. Sure. Um, yeah. But if you do it wrong, it can be yes, really bad. 
very bad. <laughs> if you do it the wrong I way, I mean, if you disconnect power, then the engine's no longer on. So that's half the fun. Right, right, anyway. right. But the, I guess the idea getting is getting the steps right. Getting the steps right. <laughs> like if you just start trying to take apart random things while the engine's running, it can be very, very bad. But if you know, okay, this is where the power goes. I'm going to disconnect that first. It's not that it's not that dangerous to try to take apart an engine, even if it's running. Yeah. Like that, that was the analogy I used. And then I should die just never took the time to, I guess my analogy was like an engine, understand exactly how it's working. So right. Whereas yeah. Yeah. That was my I, analogy. I hear you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. it was kind of neat. I yeah. was very proud of Avienda. Mm-hmm. And I guess I could recognize how it could be dangerous, but I'm not too worried about it. Nope, yeah. not the slightest. And yes, this is the first time we hear it residues. I believe so. Well, specifically mm. saying residue, probably. Yeah, I was there's, say, there's been we... plenty of hints of sensing other people channeling, and yeah, and and, and Rand was able to track where Samuel went to Shatter Logoth, even right. though the gateway had closed. Yeah, so there's been hints to it, but right. they didn't specifically name it as a residue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a big surprise when it came out. I wasn't like, ooh, what's this residue? I was like, okay, so we're going to call it residue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This thing that we were already somewhat familiar with. Familiar yeah. with. We're, just putting, we're putting a name to something that's happened before. Yeah. Yeah. And red residue and the shadow and the shadow rising. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, the juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah. Thank you, Hal. <laughs> um, anything, anything from all this before we switch to our favorite character, Morden? No. Good old Mori. Good old Mori. Yeah. Mori. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah, might sound so- like we're might sound like we're stretching to make an episode out of these two chapters, but these aren't like boring chapters. There's definitely good stuff in there, dude. We're an hour ahead. We're right on time. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but it, but think about the hour. We've been we've been bullshitting a lot and sidetracking a lot. But yeah, it's okay. but it's not that I. Normally that happens on chapters I don't like. I like these. There's good stuff. Well, well, welcome to the Will of Reads. It's what we always do, Eddie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Morden. Uh, yeah. So it was Morden watching because he's watching the party depart and he's frustrated because he doesn't understand how the gateway just disappeared without any residue. Um, and he thinks on it. It's like another thing that no one could do back in my time. It was impossible. Like these people keep surprising him with like very unique things that they mm-hmm. didn't even do. Like the Back Age of Legends Legend. sort of thing. Yeah. And he doesn't, does he say disappear? Maybe he does, but he also describes it another way. He says it like melted away or. Yeah. But no yeah. residue. And he's, right. he's, he's frustrated by it. Because, yeah. well, well, it was, it seemed like it was part of his plan. He was like, I'm not too worried. We'll be able to know where they're going. Ah, shit. Yeah. Now I have no idea where they went. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So her strategy worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of things. I mean, so like, Healing severing, um, what Nynaeve did that's one thing. Um, the water bond was unheard of in the Age of Legends and now unweaving. So, there's been three things, um, that Forsaken have commented on that were not yeah. pres- present in the Age of Legends. So, the water yeah. bond, but I still don't think that discounts my theory on bonding between male and female channelers. No, I think it solidifies it. Link linking, I talking about linking. Like, well, it could be circles? linking, but like, so what if you take whatever <clears throat> bonding actually is and you do it consensually, you know, in both directions between oh, yeah. okay, male and female channelers. Yeah. So now, no matter where they're at, you can feel them. You can, yeah, you, see, you can see, sense yeah. them in the heat of battle. You sense what their movements are mm-hmm. and what their feelings are and sure. emotions and stuff like that 
I mean, all uh, be Al- awesome. Alana and Rand are male and female that are bonded now. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, I would like, what if, what if they actually what start like, hanging out? Back? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, is that possible? Would that strengthen it? But even if it only takes a one way bond, like right now, Rand's keeping her at a distance. What if they actually started mm-hmm. okay. trying to learn everything about this and how they could, you know, take advantage of it and channel together or work together? Maybe that's what gets us to that. Now we're flying, sort of thing. Yeah, I, 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 my, my favorite thing when people get into like the metaphysics of of the Wheel of Time, like Robert Jordan did answer a lot of stuff that's not answered in the books and like interviews. And one of my favorite ones, and this is something completely different, just you reminded me of this, like going kind of abstract, is like, could you make a gateway directly to the <coughs> yourself to scratch your own back, like? And yeah. like reached through, and, and Robert Jordan's um, response was, "Go get laid." Yeah. <laughs> I think you mentioned that one like way early on. That's great. I think that was the question, though. It's like, yeah. can you make a gateway like directly behind you and then like reach through and then scratch your head back? Like, how would that work? Metaphysically, Robert Jordan's like, just. just like if i reach through the gateway and then touch myself will it feel like my own hand or is it like a stranger like what are we <laughs> curious what i could use this for <laughs> go get laid uh, go get laid <laughs> yeah could i scratch my own back yeah wink <laughs> where's alan we just taught him how to do the gateway shit there, we, there's a... we haven't seen him in a whole day <laughs> there's a reason he's at the convention i said it's channeling in the bedroom what's happening <laughs> in there by himself uh, <laughs> so back to morden so morden's with the service uh servant <laughs> madic um madic and um it, Wait, and what are the colors the servant wears? I don't have that written down. I don't remember. Do you have it open at oh Chris? When the I do, comes in? Great Master. This called the Bull of Winds. Morden back down. Great Master. The Baldy Man in green and white who had slipped okay. into oh. a small room. I only asked thank, thank, thank you, Zul. If you if you made a gateway behind yourself and then bail fired yourself, that was the question. And he told her uh to get laid or get a dog. It's even worse. What if you finger blasted yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you go back in time so you never made the gateway? Or like, you know, she was like, that's what the question was. That thank you. That's not that's one of those things back. that or would like destroy I reality. I knew it was something behind your back, but it wasn't scratching back. It was yeah. Delphire, which is even worse. Like right. what that would create a tiny <laughs> black hole and everything would collapse on itself. Yeah, it's like uh anyway so my my color question insignificant but i thought for a moment they mentioned the color of that blocks box was green and red and then i remember i was like wait the servant had some colors on him it was green and something but that's green and white so i'm not going to jump and make a connection if it was green and red i'd be like there's something there (laughs) but yeah and and he's reporting that they have a tar girl that can fix the weather and more they, call it, they call it the bowl of winds, <laughs> master. Ooh. And Morden gets upset about it. He's like, "Oh, the more the great lord's been working so hard to mess with these with the weather, and they're gonna change everything." No, to set the season, right? Not play with the weather to set the season. There's season. something important or required Winter. about this season and his release. Winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Winter's heart is coming. 
Mm. Well, that too. But I, I really do. There is some significance for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, so he. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was sorry. Jump a topic a little bit. He has a little bit of that frustration too, where he's like, you know, these people aren't supposed to be able to control the weather, but like, apparently there's people that can naturally feel sense and maybe influence the weather. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is another thing mm-hmm. he's kind of pointing out like abilities that are slightly different. Mm-hmm. So in that this thought process at first, he's like, oh, they can't do much with it. But then he's like, ah, oh, this bowl of winds, you know, in the right hands with somebody that maybe already has that talent. Yeah. That talent. This could be an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little bit worried about what they could and do with it, but also really more recognition of direction. Because remember, he's kind of playing all sides. He is worried about what the what the great lord would feel or how he'd feel strained by it and be upset about it. But at the same time, he's also playing his own angle. He's like, where do I go next? What's my next move? And so I, I like this guy a little bit, but I can't figure out why yet. Yeah. Yeah, and so we know he uses the true power. The true power, which is linked yes. to the dark one. The dark, the dark one. one. And not so the one I don't. Power. Right. I I don't feel that he serves the same agenda as the dark one, but I think he's yeah. concerned about the dark one because that's the source of the power he uses. Yeah. So uh, going back to kind of link all the dots, like. And I, I might have done this in a previous podcast, but I've been drinking. Brought to you by E.H. Taylor. No, do do it um, again because I'm still. Yeah. So on. back, how this all started was during the Age of Legends. They were doing scientific experiments, and they sensed another form of power that right. both male and female could both use versus being separate powers they couldn't use, so they could channel the same yeah. power, and they bored a hole into this space where they could sense it, and it was the and that was the true power they were sensing. Right. And trying to tap into this different power. And that's how they unleashed the dark. Yeah. One. Right. Um, but right, right. So the true power comes from the dark one himself. Right. Mm-hmm. But this guy doesn't necessarily feel like a I'm rooting for the dark one. Okay. Not it doesn't feel like he's full on rooting for the dark one. Okay. He, he certainly like he... uses that power. Yeah. But he's not a I wouldn't call him a good guy. That's not what I'm no, saying. He's just a guy. Yeah. You say he's a bad guy uh yeah duh excuse me sorry doing some billy eilish um <laughs> uh so yeah he gets really upset uses the true power grabs the steel bars to go crush steel bars doesn't realize what the true power he actually grabbed matic as well and melts him and like crushes no squeezes squeezes squishes him, him crushes him. him yeah and yeah. then, like, he comes back too. He's like, "Oh, oops. Oh well. Um, I'm, so- <laughs> I need another servant next. <laughs> next. <laughs> like, it even says he like cares less about it. Like, he's like no care at all about it. He's like, oh well, I just killed. He's, right, he's probably like, oh, damn it, my carpet. That's <laughs> where the concern is. Do you have to bleed there? Stop! <laughs> stop bleeding on my rug. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he thinks about how he has to find the woman before they can meddle more in his carefully laid plans. Yeah. Interesting then, character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we switch to the golem's point of view because he smells and, the blood. And watch the golem. Because it's his precious. Yeah. He's hungry and he wants to eat. Uh, and he has some like a burning glowing coal on his face from where 
Matt touched him. Yep, and he's never had anything like that before. Didn't think anything could hurt him. And now yeah. he's really confused no. by this. He said he appeared because the fact that he had been drawn by a a power, not the one power, but something that made it feel kind of itchy. Like when you and scratch your belly button and you feel it down yonder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, that's interesting. Just <laughs> <laughs> Those nerves are all connected. <laughs> that's a weird feeling. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I just scratched my belly button on camera. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Here go the ratings. We have ratings. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's to be a less sexual one. Uh, when you get brain freeze, it's actually from the roof of your mouth getting overly cold and the pain reflects up here in your head. Like right. It's just connected. Yeah. Uh, Our nerves are confusing sometimes. Or when you have a heart attack and your left arm starts to hurt, which has nothing. Like it's yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots, lots of weird stuff happens with, with nerves but anyway um so yeah the golem comes he smells the blood and senses the power eats the corpse um but he can also feel where they travel to he does mention that as well i think that yeah i was about to say that it was interesting that even though she unwove the weave he still has the knowledge of where they went so what makes him special who created him because it wasn't our tr- our our friend here <laughs> <laughs> I will always say the great lord. He is the great lord. Oh. <laughs> Alan's got before the show starts. If I hop on, he doesn't realize Alan's singing hymns to himself, but it's like, oh, the great lord, love us all. We help make the chaos more chaotic for him. For yeah. him. Yeah, I mean the theme song of Jordan Con was uh, "Peaches" uh, by Jack Black, but we sang "Shaitan, Shaitan, Shaitan, Shaitan." Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It was a fun time. It was. Tits was good, but yeah. Um, so that's how we end this chapter. With the golem, well, the, with the golem eating the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as he contemplates, he's like, mm-hmm. "Might as well have a snack." Yeah. And it meant, and it does mention that he needs the blood to sustain himself. Warm right? blood is his is, favorite, which is kind of gross. Right. Hmm. Zul has a question for you. Who Ooh, I, I literally just team? asked that same question, Zul, and I don't know. This was bothering me because we know it's not from the the Dark Lord or whatever, because then this uh more than guy would know about him and maybe they'd be working in cahoots. Well, when we learned about those frog thingies with the multiple eyes, it was not long after that. Somebody told us that there were like science experiments back in the day where these creatures were created. So by normal people in the age of legends, or maybe the people that became the forsaken, maybe they were like these scientists that work for Tesla or something or Amazon secret skunk labs. So uh, someone, I just put this comment up there. Someone said, Alan's admitted dark friend. So when I was at Jordan Con, I have this book. It's uh, The Origins of the Wheel of Time by Michael Livingston. Uh, he was there doing a book signing, and I got him to fill out his signed page to dark friend Alan. Yeah. Signed, <laughs> uh, signed copy. He Went to the concert, dark- got the t-shirt. It's yeah. official. I'm a dark I friend. Out to, he's, like, he's like, who do I make this out to? I was like, dark friend Alan. <laughs> 
Mm, he's like, you exactly. put, he actually looked at me. He's like, you want to put that in writing? I was like, I do. <laughs> he was embarrassed for you slightly. He's like, no, but it's all good. No, unfortunately, I'm not. I mean, they're more than welcome to. You guys want to go to Columbus, Ohio? See bus. Mm. Uh, I do. I got some people out there, but um, mm-hmm. it depends on when it is, and it, it not July. likely. Second week of July. Yeah. yeah. If you've if you've heard all the issues I've been having for the last year, finances is a thing. So I gotta yeah. I gotta hold what I, I got until things get fixed. <laughs> yeah, it's it's my family vacation, so that's the reason why I don't go to Wacon. Okay. Uh, it's because we're at the beach that week. I, I did look. That would into be cool when I got back, and I just don't have the time to do it this year. But I in future years, yeah. In future yeah. years, yeah. I think I think we're gonna go in future years. I mean, that's the plan. I think we are planning on going. Alan will have four podcasts by then, and they'll all be going. Yeah, I'll, I'll like twenty podcasts, and we'll we'll all just just go and have fun. I, I gave Nables a hard time because uh, Nables runs it. Uh, he's he's the kind of the man behind the curtain, not really behind a curtain. He's the 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 brainchild. Yeah, the curtain's been pulled back. Yeah, he's knows. the brainchild of Watcon. Yeah, uh, and we had dinner. Was it Sunday night? I don't know. Um, but yeah, we were talking about it. I thought, yeah. So, so if you if you keep if you stop moving the date around, I might be able to come. So, yeah. <laughs> not this year, but in future years, keep bugging us. Um, yeah, keep bugging us. Definitely we'll, we'll, want to do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make it out there sometime. But anyways, um. So that's how we end the chapter, though, with some munchies and um, knowing Snacky where they food. are. So any other thoughts from this? I'm going to steal Avienda as the favorite character before you have a chance to say it. Oh, no, you can have it. You can have I'll it. take it. All right. Thank you. I'm going to take, uh, is it Thailand? What is her name? The, uh, the, the red? The red? Then, no, 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 not her. Tallinn. 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 This okay. is where, where I'm already getting tripped up with names. I feel like she's going to have a big role to play mm. in correcting the weather. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay. so Nynaeve also seemed to have a gift for that, too, from her wise one days, right? Uh, yeah. I mean? I, yes, yes. And she's the one also like who's able to s- sense this storm coming, even though it's more of a metaphorical storm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she might play a role as well. Okay. My favorite character is Morden. Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to take any questions or explain why. It's because he crushed that dude accidentally and went, meh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say Tamanas, but I, yeah. I, I held myself back. Because <laughs> I figure Ian's about to quit the podcast if I say Tamanas one more time. Maybe. Tamanas. <laughs> Watch by the end of this. I'm actually like, no, Tamanas is actually a pretty cool dude. <laughs> who knows i might learn to love them yeah maybe 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 um so next time on the wheel of reads we're doing three chapters one Ooh. two three yeah we're gonna do a pleasant ride that's pleasant. sure yeah a quiet place and the breaking storm <laughs> now that's gonna be quite the episode i feel like this is gonna be Oh, Elaine's going to have the bowl of winds going, look, I know what I'm doing. I've been experimenting with all these things. Let me just channel a little bit of <laughs> and all heck breaks loose. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Sounds or this right. could be the storm that uh, Nynaeve's been predicting is coming. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, we'll be doing that next week. We will have a guest next week as well, so happy to announce well, that. Um, yeah, we're going to have a guest on. It's going to be Wine Spring, uh, the Wine Spring Inn. Um, yay. They do cooking oh. and all sorts of stuff like that. And they have they had the best love ribbon. Wine. They had the best ribbon from Jordan Con, uh, the Trollic Balls. Um, <laughs> so Trollic Balls. Um, and mm-hmm. do you eat food? Wine Spring Cafe. Sorry, Wine Spring Cafe. Um so yeah uh, awesome they're gonna come on our pod next tuesday so come uh listen to us live and we'll have a guest on it's gonna be a lot of fun so looking forward to it yay um but in the in the, in the meanwhile um how we can be found is at the yeah i corrected myself zool i know it's not in it's cafe yeah wine spring cafe um go check them out everywhere um but in the meantime, you can find us at willreads.com. Find links to our Discord. Uh, it has uh, lots of channels, way too many channels, but that's okay because there's lots of things to talk about. Something for everybody. About, you can talk about whatever you want there. Uh, there's kind of, well, there is rules. I would say there's no rules. No, there are rules. Um, but but it, it's, a, it's the, the rules are make sense. Don't spoil non dark friendly rules. Yeah, don't, don't spoil non readers and don't be a dick. That's pretty much the rulers. Um, yeah. And it works that's, out. That's it. Yeah. 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 It's 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 very simple. Um. Yeah. And, uh, uh, go it's support a great, us. It's a great way to stay in shape. Yeah. Go support us. Uh. If we can, you can buy merch. You can just listen to us, or you can go to our Patreon and become a patron of ours. So, um. Yeah. We 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 do enjoy and love all of our patrons and all of our listeners too. So, listen to us. Support us. Follow us. All those great things. Write reviews. I like all of them. Even actually, especially the bad ones. Because they make me laugh, um, and um, yeah, the good ones make me cry. Because I feel like not cause, like joyful cry. The bad ones just make me laugh. Um, but yeah, well, so. we're we're not we're not used to being loved. So no. when you guys do it, it's like stop, stop it, uh, stop. I was I was never held as a kid. Most of the time, I grew up around Ian, where he just bashed me down all the time and called <laughs> oh. me names. And you know, yeah, so it was just yeah. Yeah, I, I appreciate when you say the good things because it, it makes me cry that, that right. pe- people like me. Gosh darn it, people like me. Darn it, people <laughs> like me. That's all I got for this week, guys. So until next time, watch the Cosmo reads and peace. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to the Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.